This is the back lot by Alamo Draft House for Thursday, October the 25th. We are coming to you from the Alamo Draft House here in Springfield, Missouri. I am one of your hosts, Joey Mills, with ComingSoon.net. Going around the room today, we've got David Mann with the Alamo Draft House. K Dub. Jen. Jenny Jake. <laughs> and we are. It's coming together nicely. <laughs> we're in the back half of the week, so we are looking forward to this weekend, what's going on at the box office. And. You guys have a couple of things going on at the box office of the next week or so to mm-hmm. finish out the month of October. We're going to get to that in a moment. But first, let's take a look at a few of the headlines in the world of movies from the week that was. Starting off with our top five for at the box office last weekend. Yeah, that number one's a real shocker. Surprising I no that. one. Right? <laughs> number one, debuting at number one, the top spot last week. Halloween made $76.25 million. It set the largest October opening day box office record, and it is the second largest opening for an R-rated movie behind last year's It, which made like <laughs> almost twice that. Enough. Um, yeah, quite a bit. Uh, <laughs> right. So it certainly uh, made back its $10 million production budget. Did it really make that much money? Yeah. I mean, I knew it made it a lot. It was like 120 mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, wow. It was big. It had a big opening weekend. It did. <laughs> but Halloween, <laughs> yeah, oh, and, and I, I was reading that, uh, yes, and we'll talk about it in a little bit, with the opening with Halloween had, it was the second largest October weekend at the box office, only surpassed by a couple of weeks ago when both Venom and A Star is Born opened up on the same weekend. So yep. big times at the at the movie house this month. People are going out and seeing movies. Yeah, I know, especially with like the past month, month and a half or so of just like everything raking in like, Ten million dollars. Yeah, yeah. Seventeen. They got another nine. They got another nine. <laughs> yeah. They got another nine. Slowly chugging along. But now folks are coming out. Boom. So Halloween was big. Anybody have a chance to see it? Mm, yes, I did. And it, does it hold up? How, where would you rank it in the pantheon of Halloween movies? I'd say second. Yeah. Behind the original, of course. Uh, it's very well made, well structured, uh, perfectly written. It's uh, you know. Michael Myers, he gets himself a nice kill count there. and uh, Good. I was worried. Yeah, it's we like, were afraid he's going to make it through and not get a single kill. kill a single person. Yeah. It's really introspective. It's searching. With him. Yeah. <laughs> uh, now he's just coming back for therapy and yeah. Jamie Seems Lee Curtis is just, just mad. on the beach looking yeah. out the ocean. Psychotherapy really helped him out. That would be kind of a nice twist As if he's just coming back for. Her it ends with them hugging. He yeah. wants to make <laughs> If he's coming back to make amends, and she's just like, "I'm just going to shoot him." She's the actual killer. She's yeah. the monster in this. One. She's the monster. Jamie Lee Curtis hasn't lost a step. She was wonderful in the movie. You know, the uh, Activia keeps her young. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah that's why she didn't miss a step. Yes. Cleans her out. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's interesting because, like, all the other reviews I've heard of it, people are like, "I didn't love it, but I didn't hate it." Yeah. They were kind of like, I'm kind of like, eh, you know, if I went and saw it, great. If I didn't, I would still be okay. So I'm glad to hear it's that. It's like a four out of five. It's it's really good. It's kind of a uh, long buildup, though. Kind of that 40-year yeah. like, buildup in people's minds. A lot of tension. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, it disregards all those other Halloween movies. Which I love. Yeah. That's why I I'd really say my third favorite it. season of The Witch. Is that three? Oh, yeah, is that the five? one that doesn't have Michael Myers in it yeah, at all. Yeah, that's three. Yeah, that's <laughs> so good. Yeah. In a bad way. It is. Well, you know, it was supposed to be after the first two, they thought they would just go ahead and make it like an anthology yeah. series. And Which then people worked. didn't turn out. So yeah. they're like, all right, bring Michael Myers back. Yeah, I think Odin's going to see it tonight, maybe. So. All by himself because he's a man now? No, he's going <laughs> with his lady. Ooh. So, oh, lady. Which means I'll be driving him. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because kids don't want to drive cars nowadays. But They'll that's both a whole sit on the, in the back? Or, oh, like, I'm are you going to wear like no. a. I got work to do. No, I mean, but like you're driving him. So <laughs> oh. we'll sit in the back. We wear they do sit in the back. I'm, I'm like, you too, seriously. I'm <laughs> like, get a room. <laughs> Sequel? At the end of this, do we think there's going to be another one? I don't want to say, you know, because uh, yeah, without spoiling it, do you think, do you think this one performs well? Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> I think they this didn't one. Die? I'll say this: I think this one was <laughs> enough. I think, uh, you know, you're always trying to reboot a franchise, uh, and I think this would be a perfect little cap to the film series, uh, and they can it. reboot it and do it again with different cast members or whatever, like they are one to do. But uh, no, this is. As far as just making it like uh, the 78, 79 version, uh, the first and this one just kind of becoming the second uh, perfect follow-up. 
I liked it a lot. And it did have some funny moments, too. I was going to ask, was overwhelmingly. There, yeah, that was going to be one of my concerns going into it, was whether or not we got... Very tempered sense of humor, with, but you okay. get, like, most horror movies will have a laugh or two. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, you know, they're good laughs. So I say keep it on the activity and do a sequel in 10 years. <laughs> Another 20 years again. <laughs> well, yeah, I wanted to go activity. 10, because 20 maybe. Yeah, <laughs> we'll see. Uh, number two, holding on to the number two spot, is A Star is Born, earning another $19 million. Barely hanging on, though. Mm-hmm. Well, seeing as how they leapfrogged Venom in that respect. Yeah, I think Venom it slides down the number three. How do you feel three. about that, David? It's like a 36% <laughs> drop-off. That's amazing. Deserved. <laughs> you know, a lot of mainstream movies uh, <laughs> don't tend to... You said to get that dig. Yeah. Don't, don't hold of, back. Tell us what you really feel. A lot of mainstream movies... Uh, they're missing some sort of intimate quality, and uh, A Star Is Born is a well-crafted uh, mainstream film. It's got a story that's tried and true, oh, but I it does you were a lot about with Venom. That. Venom uh, <laughs> should have slipped to number twelve if yeah. you know the world were a just place, but <laughs> it isn't, and wow. it made eighteen million more dollars. Uh, it's gonna Which have is a only a million sequel. less than that wonderful show called Star is Born. So yeah. that's pretty amazing to people. Yeah. Uh, but I'll tell you both, what, Star is really Born good. hanging on is really <laughs> impressive. Yeah, they that both tugged at the heartstrings. Oh, I, yeah. I'm not I had no it. doubt Star is Born would keep. Yeah, yeah I'll continue good. to rake yeah. it. Well, especially yeah. since there's nothing really playing in that arena against it at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So. Yeah. You can hear the songs on the radio now. It's so popular. So. That's a thing. Yeah. So that was number two. Venom again slips to number three, making another $18 million. Number four, staying at number four, which means others have dropped around it. Goosebumps 2 Haunted Halloween makes another nine and three quarters of a million dollars. Just like we thought they were just kind of sitting there raking in that eight, nine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, until something more family friendly comes out next month. Yes. And First Man drops down to number five, earned just over $8.25 million. People just haven't seemed to be that impressed with First Guess Man. why? Flags. It's still happening. People are still complaining on these threads about the lack of flags. To which I is reply, that the biggest have you criticism seen it? Of the movie? Is That's that pretty much the only criticism really? of the movie. It's slow. Oh like, yeah, you've seen that too. Yeah, it's it's a great movie. Uh, its budget should have been a lot lower for that type of movie. It's not something where you're going to go out like. Week one, apparently. Uh, <laughs> check it out. Or it's two or two. three. It's <laughs> worth it's a, a watch. Show. It's really well made. It tells a wonderful story, and it's not focused on what you think it's going to be focused on. It's more about, you know, a person going somewhere without the expectation that they'll return mm-hmm. because it was a little bit of a crapshoot. Uh, so just from that human perspective, it's... It's really, really good. It's something that you would imagine would typically carry like a $12 million budget and not make it back. Uh, so that they turned it into this big IMAX style movie, which that doesn't make sense uh, right. for what it is. I mean, if they were more focused on the actual moon landing, like like an Apollo 13. Uh, they didn't land, though. Yeah. But <laughs> what I mean is... They just kind of buzzed by on their that way. That movie yeah. kind of functions as both like a dramatic piece and a little bit of an action right. film. But this... So you're I, saying, then, for the folks who refuse to watch it because of the flag, that it's, it's not just, about the flag. No, it's a drama. <laughs> yeah. Don't worry. Well, this He's American. It's <laughs> about the journey within yeah. a little bit. I think well, it's this is one say. that I've from the beginning figured it probably wouldn't do a lot in the movie theaters but on the back end of DVD and I have the a rentals. feeling it's going to be on whatever basic cable channel yeah, it's <laughs> in three years like, it'll be well, it'll be on, the next Shawshank well yeah. it. it'll be yeah. the TBS one yeah, that exactly. every, All, yeah. yeah everything that Turner owns will be playing this you know <laughs> non-stop every Sunday afternoon so. it doesn't help that the character is a little stoic uh, you know Neil not, Armstrong not easy the to, most exciting not a party person guy. to talk yes. about <laughs> not easy to connect yeah. with so that was your top five at the box office last week. In other news this week, Wonder Woman 1984 has had its release date pushed back. The film was set to open next November, November of 2019, but it has been moved to June of 2020. Which 2084. Yeah, well, it's only, <laughs> what, six, seven months back. But it feels the, like this has moved a couple of times since we've started It feels like the bar's moved a little bit. The yeah. original Wonder Woman film opened up in June of 2017, so it'll be three years between movies. But by going back to June, I think maybe some folks are thinking it'll do better as a summer blockbuster than it would have as a holiday fair. 
I, I, agree. Gotcha. I agree with that. I hope they don't push it back too much further. People forget how wonderful that first one was and maybe not go out to see the second one. I don't know. It used to be normal three years, you know, like you'd have. Used to be. Yeah. Until they start cranking and out now, movies like every year. Now it feels year. like that, yeah. Or, yeah, whether it's Marvel or Lucasfilm or mm-hmm. the Harry Potter stuff. What that has done is it has bumped Mark Wahlberg's six billion with a B, six billion dollar man movie off of Warner Brothers' schedule altogether. That movie was going to be the one opening June twenty twenty. Now that Wonder Woman's taken that spot, I don't know that anybody's heartbroken <laughs> about the He's six billion be too dollar old, man. Yeah. I am. Are you? Are you just distraught? no? I love Mark Wahlberg. Uh-huh. Anything that he does is entertaining. I wanted to see something that wasn't some sort of historic hero story. Uh, like you know, he's done Transformers all these like the other like guys that. do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, more like uh, like Still Patriots Day, right. Shooter, Deepwater Horizon, yeah. Mile Twenty Two, those type of movie shooters. Ted, uh, yeah. Yeah. I like Ted. Uh, I love Ted. I like Ted too. It's I like still the other funny. Guys. The other guys. Uh, yeah. No, this yeah. guy's brilliant. Uh, but Daddy's I, home. I, enjoy, <laughs> I, enjoy, I enjoy him. So him taking on like a six billion dollar man with a B—that's yeah. a lot of money. I just feel like inflation. Like you'd have to yeah. win that big mega millions thing like four times over. There's rumors. There, there's there's, there's room no for South it Carolina. to be funny, and uh, I like when Mark Wahlberg's funny. Yeah, it's always entertaining. As long as they bring in the Bigfoot like they did in the original series. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't know that they're no. going to do that in the original. Maybe in the sequel. Oh, okay. <laughs> Probably not in the first reboot. That's my favorite part about the $6 million, the six million dollar man. They'll tease him at the end. <laughs> yeah, That's exactly. awesome. That's the post-credit scene, yeah. yeah. He's got big old pushy red hair. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so now with Wonder Woman moving back <laughs> to June of 2020, we're just going to keep sliding on through. <laughs> That take right. that that makes our DC movies <laughs> properties look like this. This December we've got Aquaman still, um, which looks like a movie. Does, does it? it? It does. Looks like it'll be out. Um, April ha- April 2019 is when we get Shazam. That's what I'm excited about. Yeah, silly. I love Zachary Levi. See, that's the one that I'm like. You're gonna have to do something big. I mean, I'll go see it, but I want to. I want to love it. I have the mentality of a 12 year old boy. So <laughs> just needs to be funny. It's right right in my alley. <laughs> then next October, so a year from now, we get this Joker movie that's being filmed that nobody really knows what to expect from. You know, it's a thing too. It is a yeah, thing. It's, it's and coming. then and then there's kind of a long gap until Wonder Woman in June of twenty twenty. Almost what? Almost nine months, I guess. I'm okay with long gaps in the D C movie franchise. I'm I'm okay with longer <laughs> gaps than what we've got yeah. on this piece of paper. Yeah. I don't know that nice ten years would be pretty nice. Yeah. yeah. That'd be good. I don't know, I'll be time. seeing them all, so yeah, sure band may just be all. me and a bunch yeah. of soccer moms in there. I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. That Jason Momoa is so Bulk. Exactly. Oh gosh, he's he's a free man, isn't he? <laughs> <laughs> and as we reported last week, the Flash has had its production pushed back. So again, it's not on this list. And we, that's one I do not care yeah, if they finish making it. I, I, you know, I know a lot of these had stuff going on prior to Justice League's implosion, but I could do without some of this stuff. Let's just let DC sit and let us miss it for a while before they yeah. hit us over right, the head with it. Right. What's Christopher Nolan doing? Right uh, anything but DC stuff. <laughs> having oh, breakfast too bad for them. <laughs> yeah, maybe he's starting an early lunch. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably. <laughs> he's having tea right now. Uh, well, I know you guys. I'm sure have heard about LeBron James's Spring Hill Entertainment producing a new Space Jam movie. It's a mm-hmm. sequel to the original Space Jam. That was part of the whole. Hey, I'm going to LA so I can be an entertainment person. Yeah. Now. Hey, why not? First one did crazy money, so he's yeah. fun and train wreck. I like him. Yeah. So yeah, he was. Yeah, he's not uh, He's not bad. I don't know. That he, I, I'm sure he'll be in Space Jam. I don't know about this next one, though, because it sounds like Spring Hill is being smart. They're looking to you know, model the success of studios like Blumhouse, which cranks out the low-budget, high-performing horror movies. So LeBron's company is in her discussions with Vertigo to reboot the Friday the 13th franchise. Makes sense. Does it? Yeah. It does from a financial standpoint. Yes. I don't know about yeah. an artistic standpoint. I don't no. know if you want to hit your wagon to that franchise today. I think it's a it does seem like an intelligent maker. decision. Yeah. I don't like him. Hey, so. Halloween came out, and it did well. All these movies that people liked a long time ago, if we just make them again, especially now that horror seems like chic 
I think so that's the thing. I would I would prefer to see original content. Mm-hmm. I think rather than the yeah. Reboots, you know, yeah, I'm with yeah. you on that's, that. That's, that's just me. Because you know, what Nightmare on Elm Street reboots is on the way. Uh, so. Yeah, all of these. You know, it, it's just a matter of time before they all get the reboot treatment. But I would, yeah. I mean, because even it, yes, it was adapted, but it was different. It was it was original in its take. But when you're in living in a post Get Out world, <laughs> I think that there's more more content to be mined in some original. You know, don't beat me up on this, but wasn't it a made for TV? Yeah, mm-hmm. there was a mini series yeah. before. Yeah, yeah. so it kind of John Ritter in it. It did. So yeah. having it come out as a movie kind of makes sense because yeah, it, it was the first it, time it was a film. Yeah, not, so not like like Pet Cemetery, which we've had two or three of. Yeah, which mm-hmm. I saw the movie trailer for that, and that looks creepy as hell. Yeah, it's weird. Huh? John Lithgow yeah. looks eerie. I really want to see <laughs> it. Uh, I think uh, Friday the Thirteenth of these movies would be a. I don't think Jason Voorhees has ever gotten a really good movie. Like no. they're entertaining and dumb, schlocky slasher fest. Uh, but it'd be interesting, like, if Blumhouse did it, I feel like they would give an interesting backstory, a little more interesting than what we have. Do we He's want a backstory a... of Jason, though? <laughs> I well, mean, really? we've got one already, right. sort do we, of. Do we need another... Just do we need, do we need Peter Parker getting bitten past. by the spider again? Or do I we think need... he becomes a mindless killer, and that's not frightening. So in order to create some sort of like emotional resonance with the audience, you emotional need to Emotional resonance? Create, yeah. Well, if you're going to do that, do it in wow. a psycho sense, then have the first one be like the mom and how she's crazy and she makes him do stuff yeah. that he's not. That's you know, like, I, don't, I don't like that, though. I like it better when he's a force of nature. I mean, there's a reason he that teleport. Well, well they're going to make when they're, 50 when they're making of these, Michael so Myers and they're putting Jason. You know, when they have the mask on, it's because you don't want to humanize them. He like sex and violence more. Why does he want to kill everyone? What's, what's he's the under old, that, he is that weird old testament face? Uh, he's just that Old Testament angel of death that's coming for anybody that's fornicating <laughs> and doing the. Sinful stuff. That's well. That's in the backstory. That's yeah, why I want to see the, like the go down there, kill those the teenagers. <laughs> yeah. I but you don't need the backstory. You just need him showing up and just plowing through walls. He needs to be a hurricane. Yeah, but this yeah, is a the noisy age. hurricane. Yeah. Exactly. This is the age of backstories, though. I mean, yeah. but, we got that, but we got that with Halloween, and look what happened. That Halloween remake had other issues. Don't get yeah. me wrong, but well, they have fun ways of when like, they demystify these creatures. You can remove the whole idea of backstory uh, and still make a good movie. Like, did you see the new It Follows? Yeah. Like, that's a brilliant movie where it doesn't really reveal but too again, much. Again, original, original horror, not yeah. a remake. Uh, or oh, that is or totally a remake of of It Follows. Like, there was an original It Follows. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, it, but the way that it's structured without, like, that backstory, it adds an air of unknowing, and I like that a lot. But with, like, a mindless killer, Jason Voorhees, just... You know, what's he going to use next to kill the next person? I think. Well, that was you know, that was to do it different. Yeah, you kind of that was to a add. lot of what that <laughs> franchise was built on was yeah. the creative kill. This is know. like kicking out forty to seventy million a piece uh, per movie. So if they make it cheap, they'll make their money back. And that's the thing; they've got to make it cheap, make it quickly, <laughs> and get it out while it's still kind of riding that wave of yeah. horror's resurgence. Like twelve, eleven movies in that franchise. So yeah, I figured they'd keep crap at some point. Out. Yeah. Uh, and finally, in the news, it's been reported that Lucasfilm asked Disney to cut a joke about Kylo Ren from the upcoming Wreck-It Ralph 2 movie. According to one of the directors, Rich Moore, uh, here's his quote. At one point, we had a joke about Kylo Ren being kind of a spoiled child. We went to Lucasfilm and said, here's what we're doing. And they said, well, we'd prefer you didn't show him as a spoiled child. You know, he is our villain, and we'd prefer you don't do that. So we were respectful of that. So here's the deal. <laughs> if your villain can't stand up to being poked at by a Disney property, maybe your villain isn't that strong of a villain. Maybe he is a spoiled child. <laughs> well, maybe. maybe. <laughs> on the head, I think he's just, you know, they hit a soft spot. I think so. I think there, Who's intimidated by Kylo Ren? I mean, of all the... Uh, he's no well, we know Ralph's ball. not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wreck-It Ralph clearly isn't. I mean, We're that's not a strong... We're living in an age of somebody who's unable to be poked fun of, who's kind of a villain, like just in our political news. So maybe that's <laughs> a thing now. Are we going that direction nope. with this guy? Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we can take the, we can take the show that way. Count of three. What <laughs> political what party? 
Yeah, I don't know. Because, I, yeah, these show. I mean, any story, your story's as strong as your weakest character. And if your weakest character is the villain, which has got to carry a lot of weight, then... Maybe. I think it's ridiculous. Yeah. I, I mean, I can't even believe that's a thing. Well, when I read and it, I that, was, and is this the only person they're poking fun at in this oh, entire no, absolutely, movie? Absolutely not. Right. I mean, seriously. Yeah. And Lucasfilm has allowed you know a lot of you know these direct-to-video Lego movies and stuff. Mm-hmm. They and the ones on the Disney Channel, they're constantly poking fun at you know the Darth Vader's, the stuff like yeah, you that. You want that because they're strong enough you. of a character that you're mm-hmm. not tarnishing the character's image or legacy by. Making them look goofy for this kid's movie. Well, that this joke will be like joke told, ha ha, and forgot about. Mm-hmm. But now that it's not now, in there, now, now that it's yeah, now it's going to be in all like, the worst ways. Yeah. it's not canon. It's a completely <laughs> yeah. different movie. Yeah. Maybe that's what they're afraid of. Oh, he is a spoiled kid. That makes uh, so well, Rick. Ralph's going to be in the new Star Wars movies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we don't. Oh we don't need. Gosh. Yeah, what's her name? The little racer showing up in <laughs> Star Wars. Uh, Vanellope Von Schweetz. Thank you. <laughs> We don't need her showing up in an Ewok <laughs> outfit, <laughs> you know, poking fun at our Kylo. That'd be awesome. That would. Be so maybe they have a ad- issues to address over in Lucasland. Yeah. New in theaters this week. Hey, did you guys have anything you want to talk about in theaters this week that's new, David? Is there anything? Anything? Say the biggest. Because I got a couple I'm emails this morning about. Hey, you I missed one. <laughs> I say the biggest thing on my radar would be the expansion of the movie mid nineties. Really? Tell us about that. Uh, so, uh, Jonah Hill wrote and directed this film. Oh yeah, it's, it yeah. looks really, really guy? good. Uh, yeah, that, that Jonah Hill. Uh, he's, he's half the man he used to be. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's he is. really. Uh, he's done really good for himself. He's lost a lot of weight. He looks good. Uh, magnificent, and he won't get far on foot. Say what? <laughs> he's magnificent, and uh, oh, now I can't. You won't get. Uh, yeah. Don't worry. You don't won't worry, get far on foot. Don't worry. He won't get far on. Twenty-one Joe Street. Yet. I love him yeah. in those. Yeah, he's <laughs> funny, but he's worked with such a pedigree of directors like. Gus Van Zandt, uh, Quentin Tarantino, Jonah Hill, the Coen brothers. So, you know, under that tutelage, I think uh, apparently he's picked up a lot of really interesting things and he's made his own film. And uh, from what I'm hearing, uh, it really encapsulates the, the idea of skate culture in the mid-90s. Like uh, Jonah Hill himself, he was kind of a little bit of an outcast and he gravitated towards hip-hop and skate culture, and uh, as sort of an homage to his childhood and this thing that he loved and he connected with, he made this movie, and I'm hearing that it's really, uh, it's, it's really, really good. And it's got uh, that Lucas Hedges, who's in everything now, <laughs> yeah. and Timothy Chalamet <laughs> must have some sort of competition. Uh, <laughs> with The Rock. Yeah, with The Rock. Uh, <laughs> we're going a different soon. route. But too we're soon. Yeah. The Rock is winning. Yeah, uh, he's in more. Is he? Yeah. Well, I mean, 12 movies a year. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, but like mid-90s, I think, if you're wanting a smaller movie that just tells a story about growing up in an uncertain uh, sort of lifestyle... Uh, check it out. It's it's worth a watch. I think uh, it had a high per screen average too. Yeah, it was like four theaters it opened up to mm-hmm. uh, over thirty thousand dollars. Actually, I think it's over a hundred thousand dollars a theater. Mm-hmm. So uh, good for him. I I'm a huge fan since the first time I saw him try to buy those fancy shoes in the forty year old <laughs> virgin, uh, and he just cranks out such good work. So I wanted to shout him out. I love Jonah Hill. Come see this movie, Don't we and have if a not, free magazine. Of yes, we do. Oh, eight two four puts out uh, a monthly magazine, and this month's uh, Jonah Hill curated a series of interviews. He interviewed people that he envied, he looked up to, and tried to have a positive conversation uh, with them about like their perspective on growing up in the moment that changed them. And uh, there are like hardly any pictures in this magazine. It's just interviews, but it's really insightful. He interviews like Catherine Hahn and uh, Q-Tip, just some really obscure, unique people. And uh, yeah, it, it, we have them for free. So if you want to come by and grab one, is that I recommend only it. with the showing, with the screenings? No, or? we no, just, have just have them here. Yeah. Just sitting out there on and Call Twenty Four does table. this like monthly, right. you know. So we always have a new one, but this one's particularly good. So nice. Yeah. Very good. Yeah, those look cool. I've seen the uh, trailer for it a couple times, and I, I actually want to see it too. That's neat. <laughs> yeah. Also, in theaters this week, uh, we have, speaking of horror remakes, the Suspiria remake, which I hear kind of suffers from what we talked about a couple weeks ago where it's it's just too rushed. They they could add some time to this one and make it flesh <laughs> out a little more. Go ahead it and see if we can so hit the five-hour mark. <laughs> 
Oh my gosh, I can't wait till David sees this so we can debate it because like I gush. think he's going to love it. <laughs> it's, uh, it's a very David movie. Yeah. In my early comments, like after seeing the trailer, uh, if you see the original, it's kind of campy and weird. And the blood, the color of the blood, I really hope that they match it up. But uh, I'm actually a little reticent about this really? film. Is it because I told you how much I absolutely hated it? <laughs> no, <laughs> not necessarily, but that didn't do me any favors. Yeah. Uh, it just looks unimaginative. And it looks like a carbon copy from just a stylistic standpoint of the original. It's and, visually uh, stunning. I can yeah, say you're, that. you're taking uh, this brilliant Italian visual director and copying his style. Mm-hmm. And uh, that's probably the best part of the original movie, but I think it just kind of comes off as bland because I've seen, I've visually, I've seen it already. Right. Mm-hmm. So uh, I hope that there's a little bit something more Some with the new story. To it yeah. And Tilda Swinton plays three or four oh, roles, at least apparently. She plays a couple of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's kind of, it was almost like, not at all like in a way, but it, it reminded me of when I watched Loving Vincent and it was just so crazy visually that I forgot there was also a story. Yeah. And then when I tried to follow the story, I was like, oh no, this isn't really going to work. And (laughs) that was like the exact same thing, only add like two hours to it. So you weren't loving Vincent. I wasn't loving Vincent and I was really not loving Suspiria. (laughs) I'll give you a piece of my mind when I watch it. I know you will. And I look forward to it so I can say you're wrong because no. (laughs) 155 <laughs> minutes. <laughs> the end. <laughs> At Draft House Recommends. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, oh, yes. Draft House Recommends. Come see it here. <laughs> wait, wait, wait yeah, a opinions are not the only opinions in the world. I mean, you should form right. your own opinion based off of anything. That, mm-hmm. You know. Absolutely. Yeah, it was not my style. I'm not going to say it was not good because I really think it's going to have an audience and they're going to really appreciate it. But I appreciate more of a story and less of what that was on the what, screen. <laughs> was it all uh, sizzle and no... No steak. Yeah. Yeah, I would say that. I, I would. I was entertained for maybe a good, like, Through the 30 first intermission. 40 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> when I got to the and second intermission. And then there was another two hours <laughs> after that, yeah. yeah. Also in theaters this week, totally not related to either of mm. these two artsy, <laughs> higher concept films, we have Hunter Killer with... Gerard Butler, who's still working. Yeah. So that's good Chipping for him. Away. It looks cool. I it watched does it a couple look good. times. I think I'd like to see it. I watched the trailer a couple times, and yeah. I'm like, yeah, man, that, it looks like it's going to be an action, kind of keep you on the, especially anything underwater is always kind of, I don't know, has that extra little. Mm-hmm. Like down periscope. <laughs> just exactly like, like just, that. It's exactly, that's what it, like exactly what it is. Like Red October or something, <laughs> yeah. yes. Down periscope. <laughs> So that's what's out in <laughs> that's theaters. That's the gold standard. <laughs> yeah, that's where, I mean, that's we, where we set all. the bar. Yeah. Kelsey Grammer, he knows how to do it. Yes, yeah. he does. He what does a how to do guy. Frazier. Well-rounded. <laughs> so that's what's new in theaters this week. And that's, you know, <laughs> we've talked about it. Maybe that's not exciting to you. Maybe it is. But I guarantee you that you'll find something exciting in the rest of this because we are talking about closing out the month of October here at the mm-hmm. Alamo Draft House in terms of the special programming you guys have been doing. It's really happening. Let's kick it off. You're going to make it through another <laughs> month. Maybe. Yeah, You're maybe, so close. Maybe. You started off with on Thursday night at 6 p.m. You guys are doing the movie party screening for Beetlejuice. This is not your first, but it will be the last yes, for this month. Yes, and we did add on a second show Thursday at 7.45. So, so we've got Thursday two. is your last chance to see the movie party version of Beetlejuice Sweet. on the big screen out here at the Alamo. Hi. No, it isn't. It's uh, not. We're out of tickets. <laughs> oh, we were totally we out of tickets. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Okay. If you have tickets, it's your last <laughs> chance yeah. to see it. Hopefully, you have tickets. Not, I'm going to say, you know, uh, we'll bring yeah. it back in 2019. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just, just your last chance this month. Yeah. This month, also, something fun. You got a couple of things going on on Saturday. First time you guys are doing this one here in Springfield, starting Saturday at 11 a.m., it mm-hmm. is Dismember the Alamo. We've trickled out details a little bit here and there over the weeks leading up to this. So this is the last chance to on this show to 
hype it up because we'll be breaking it down when we get to next week and asking how everything went. But this is your chance one more time to sell it. Dismember the Alamo. Yep. First of all, before I get to that, do we need to sell it? <laughs> are there any yes. tickets? Yes. No? Okay, good. Yes. There are tickets available. <laughs> there are, and they are, they are moving again, I've noticed, the last couple of days. So I would recommend getting, getting them, them now yes. um, because it's going to be a whole bunch of fun. And David and I will be here, although David is kind of the you know, the ringmaster, yeah. so to speak. I was going to say ringmaster. The master oh, of ceremonies. Oh, David is. What would you call yourself, David? I'd say... I'm sort of like the ringmaster. Oh, that's a good word. Thank that's you. A good tiny word. dancer. I like that you thought of that. I'm the tiny dancer. Of the world. <laughs> that's that's what I really. Love. Tiny dancer's way better. <laughs> so that starts at eleven. So how's what what can they expect when you walk in here at eleven? What should they expect right off the bat? What's the experience going to be? Kind of walk us through that because it's a long. It's you know, eleven to five thirty. It's six and a half hours. What mm-hmm. should people expect without, you know, giving away? Any spoilers? Expect the unexpected. Yeah. <laughs> we don't want to give anything away, but uh, it could be a thrilling time. It could be. It could be a very thrilling time. Could uh, it be a thrilling time? I would say thrilling is yeah. what I would I would safely say that that's a so word we can use. So you are going to be a tiny He said thrilling, not titillating. <laughs> and it's, you know, it's... There's going to be some unexpected elements to it. Yeah, and they are horror movies, so it could also be titillating. It, it could. could. It could. And that's the thing. Nobody knows what the horror movies are. Well, we do. But I mean, like... <laughs> I hope somebody <laughs> yeah. does. Because yeah, we're just figuring it out. We're hitting a family video later. And we're going to see if we can get the five-day. <laughs> nope. Rented. Rented. Yeah, good luck with today. Just get, get whatever's left. So it's four movies. Yes. And there's plenty of time to stretch between, so it's not one of those... Yeah. Marathon store yeah, they're just gonna I, pack you in and make you. You know, I'd like to think that we're all gonna be friends and like family by the end. It's not like a clockwork orange, you know. You're probably hugging it out. And. You'll get a swag bag. Oh, um, what's in the swag there's bag? There's also Shh. anything. We, can you tell us anything? No. Oh, okay. um, you know, a couple <laughs> no, of no, a couple no. of really cool <laughs> clubbish type items that because we're part of a new a new tradition. So you're in the inaugural class of dismember. So we'll make sure you get something special for that, and then just some fun stuff. Goobble gobble, one of us. Mm-hmm. Right. There you go. And then, you know, there are still T-shirts for sale as well. Are you dropping hints at all here as far as what they're going to be seeing? We're not showing <laughs> oh, yeah, I was nope. say, I was say, Wait a minute. <laughs> nope. Be careful. Nope, are the T-shirts what you're wearing there? Yeah. It's, uh, you know, this for the, the listeners, uh, there's this skeleton fella. He seems Looks like, like a Davy Crockett. Yeah, I was going to say, yeah. he's got yeah. skin ki- or coon skin hat. Or skin skin, whichever. Davy Crockett meets... David Jones Locker. Big old <laughs> knife and a Bowie knife in his mouth. Yeah. yeah. That you know, seems like that makes sense. And it says, uh, just remember the Alamo on it. Very yeah. cool. It's really cool. Oh, yellows and blacks and mm-hmm. whites. And yeah, I'm not normally a fan of the yellows, but that works with that. I like it. It pops. Like really yeah. Bumblebees are 100% right. There might like. be another <laughs> item that they will get with their ticket that has, you know, something to do with that shirt. Resemblance is uncanny. A bowie knife? No, I don't think they would be passing out knives. Wouldn't that be We're really making it exciting. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say, that would be more than thrilling. And the theme is uh, Nightmares from Halloween's Past. So kind of there's that thread woven through all of the movies. Ooh, that's a big hint. They're going to figure out all four now, aren't they? No. (laughs) 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 Pretty sure they're not. Yeah. And then while that's going on, let's say you're not into that. You got something to do. You can't make it out for the whole day. If you thought about getting ink, (laughs) here's an opportunity to come get some uh, fairly inexpensively. You guys are doing a tattoo day with To The Nine Studio Mm -hmm. from 1 to 4. And I don't think people realize... There's two options. It's like a menu. Yes. And then there's a $20 menu and a $40 menu. So you just plop down a couple of 20s and you pick which one you want and have a seat. And they're and all they will pretty cool. Of. All of the options. Yeah. There's a lot fun. of geeky stuff. There's some Alamo-specific stuff. There's, mm-hmm. there's all kinds of... Assorted horrific characters. Yeah. There's the bloody hand. I'm really thinking about the getting The bloody that. hand is really cool. I like and I will say, to the nice the tattoos, their artists do amazing line work. Mm-hmm. And... I, I don't know if that matters to people or even know what I'm talking about. Yep. It should But matter, their line work like. is very, yeah, it's very 
crisp and there's no wobbles they're they're really good there they are and i went and checked the place out super clean and nice the kind oh yeah of place i'd want to hang out at because like, yep. i mean you want you want a clean tattoo parlor yeah you but, yeah you, you try not it to get yeah, yeah, diseases so from that. sharing needles you're not a little and, scared like the I mean, one i went to is like a biker bar so, and all of yeah. them by the time you're done getting your tattoo you almost feel like you made a friend i mean yep. they're super good people and they treat you good and so if, if like you're wondering about that, it's not some biker dude that's going to be drinking Jack Daniels <laughs> and laying ink. These guys are totally class acts. That's actually yeah. going to be on the other side of the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably. <laughs> hey, you don't want one of them. Come over yeah, my These line. are only $5, you know. <laughs> so we were like, what else can we do besides these movies? And then this came up, and, and I'd wanted to do it for a long time, like since February, but I didn't really know anybody in the biz and so they contacted us, and we checked them out, and I'm excited. excited you getting anything, it. dude? I don't think I don't have any ink yet. Well, uh, this will be the great yeah. time. Get your Elmo tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Elmo logo, I'm telling you, so the we brand, can you get it. Get fired. <laughs> you get it. Yeah. Yeah. Also, into $20, I, I kind of like the clown phase. My wife hates clowns, so I thought it would be hilarious oh, to yeah. do that. But then I'm like, no, it's not worth it. Yeah, that'd be really tattoo. funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But no, the, I do think I may come and get that. The one, I'll probably get it on the inside cool. of my bicep in here. That'd be That'd awesome. Be cool. So that is on Saturday. On Sunday, you guys are closing out the month-long Harry Potter series. Yes. With the Deathly Hallows, parts one and two. The first one's Sunday at 1 p.m., the second one at 5 p.m. Yep. If you've been on this ride with us, you may as well close it out with us. So. That would be the way to do it. Yep. If you're not into the Harry Potter thing, but you kind of like the uh, old-timey classic Hitchcock horror thrillers suspense whatever uh you guys are doing an afternoon afternoon tea screening on sunday at one of rebecca yes and that was i, th- I believe that are also sold out i was gonna ask there if there was one any, or two tickets do we need left. to even talk about tickets no we don't one? even have to and we don't have to talk about the next <laughs> i was gonna say and i'm pretty sure there are no <laughs> we tickets could totally for the talk one. about the but we'll next talk about it anyway yeah. you guys are doing your third and final screening for this month of the rocky horror picture show on sunday at 6 p.m yes. if you've got tickets <laughs> congratulations yeah. yeah people like this movie weirdly i had huh, no idea odd. yeah i know <laughs> Nobody so would have thought that. We'll be doing uh, probably four or five screenings next October. Yeah. And selling out all those. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. And then, I don't know who came up with this, what mm-hmm. sort of fresh nightmare fuel <laughs> this is, but <laughs> on wait. Monday at 6.30, you guys are doing an all-clown screening of It. Yes. And you did this last year when the movie came out, right? We did. Uh, we were a little more ambitious this year, so it's in a bigger house. I will say... No, you do not have to dress as a clown, but we highly encourage it because, like, how many other opportunities are you going to get to sit with a bunch of other clowns in a theater and watch a movie about a well, terrifying clown? Well, any Friday night I take my buddies out. No. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. No. But, yeah. So, and then we're going to have the uh, Hotel of Terror people here, their clowns here, too. So, I mean, you got a lot of great photo opportunities, if nothing else. And it's a testament to your strength. And, and yeah, will to get through, through a that. traumatic experience like that. Just so keep the bar open. Why not go on down and face your fears? It's fine. And then on Monday night at 7, you guys are doing a 4K restoration version, the screening of The Fog. Yes, yeah. We do have some The Fog fans, so I was excited to see that because it's it's going to be really beautiful on screen, I think. I think so. David, anything? Are there tickets available? (laughs) There are several tickets available for the Fox. Also, if you would like to run out and watch this brilliant horror classic in the best restored version possible on on the the big screen screen. to boot. Uh, I do say it all the time. I don't know why. I do like it. I mean, I remember seeing it at the drive-in when I was a little kid. So I I just always liked this movie for some reason. I don't know why. I'm not a big, I don't care for horror films or anything like that. atmospheric. Yeah, yeah. the thing sweet. about some the of those fun. older horror movies, uh, they define the genre. They mm-hmm. they're the ones that kind of took that first step, and most of what you're seeing these days, it's built um, off the backs yep. of these movies. Absolutely. So it's mm-hmm. awesome to go back and watch them, uh, just to see what Where terrified yeah. uh, at the time. Absolutely. And then on Tuesday night, Halloween Eve. You guys are doing a screening, a movie party screening at 6.30 of The Evil Dead 2. Yes. 
Yes, we are. Uh, David's going to run that one. We have some amazing, amazing props for this. I get to dress up like Ash, which is fun. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he did that for Army of Darkness yeah. earlier this week and looked magnificent, if I do say so. Oh, myself. pretty sick. I don't like yeah. bragging about stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Professional amazing. level. Hey, but hail to the we king, gotta, baby. You know, do a little better job on the blood cleanup post-show, but... Oh, that was just that. I got a bloody nose afterwards. Yeah. Yeah. Just got this everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> and then on Tuesday night at 730, you're doing a movie party screening of Clue. Yes. Um, and we just, as of late last night, added a second one. Uh, so we had, well, because the first one was sold out. So the right. seven o'clock, I think we added a seven o'clock. So that's got tickets. It's a great movie party. Love these props. <laughs> I love that we got to bring it back because we did show it earlier in the year. Yeah. So. There's some pretty sweet ones, too. If you haven't been in a room full of people watching Clue, <laughs> having a party, you're missing out. You really get a Clue. Are. Come get, see this movie. Exactly. Get your tickets if you can. He's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> and then Wednesday, Halloween, closing out the month next Wednesday, starting at 6.30. You guys are doing a movie party of The Lost Boys. Yes. David will be oiled up shirtless with a saxophone for this one, yes, I hear. Yes, he will. You might want to skip that screen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, no, it's worth coming. That's worth the price of admission right there. I can't <laughs> promise it won't go on YouTube. I'll just say it. I play the saxophone. I don't know how to play it, so it's just a lot of squeals and squeaks. Yeah, that he makes still with his it. own voice. Yeah. 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 Still all right. I'm selling it with my eyes. I'll get the, long, <laughs> get the wig. Have get the ponytail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Please. The leather pants. You'll be set. That'd be amazing. And we need now to make it has this happen, to happen now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> How much does a spray tan cost? <laughs> it's uh, worth it. <laughs> Just get a yeah. tattooed on. Yeah, uh, give us <laughs> free movie tickets. Might help us out. Exactly. Absolutely. So that's going on at six thirty. Then once you've got the kids home, they've done their trick or treating. They're going through their candy, even though you told them not to, and washing off the makeup. Come back out here at nine o'clock for a screening of the 1978, the original Halloween. Yeah, why not? You know, I thought we got this 2018 one. Why not put the one that made it all start rolling? It's the prequel in the new one. It is. Yeah. They made the prequel (laughs) back then. That's so cool. (laughs) That's some forward thinking. (laughs) That was. It was. It's almost like they did that on purpose. Well, they wanted the the actors to look. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. They wanted to age them up. It made sense. And then finally, I saw you guys added this, and somebody explained this a little more without spoiling anything, because I have a feeling there will be plenty to talk about with this. But after that, at 10 o'clock, Wednesday night, you guys are doing the Howl-O-Ween, H-O-W-L, Howl-O-Ween horror mixtape. I have yeah. a feeling <laughs> that this this is what you've been looking for, Kenny. This is the uh, the fun stuff before the movies... <laughs> Yeah, as oh. a as a horror themed, it is a bit like a pre-show yeah. of all the cheesy and awful horror movies through the years. Really? Yeah, it's I pretty love great. All it's only five dollars, five dollar ticket, um, and you'll get to see it with other people who have a fond appreciation for all of the bad things. For terrible, together. very yeah. schlocky, yeah, yeah. entertaining. Yeah, I yeah I couldn't not show this. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Tickets available still? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, lots of tickets available. All right, so get only your $5 tickets. tickets. Wow. Yeah. yeah. We'll see if they're still available come Wednesday night. Yep. So get your tickets early. As you heard, a lot of this stuff sells out quickly. Um, if you haven't got tickets to these and you're wanting to come see one of these, the best thing to do would be to probably download the app. I would say it'd probably be the yep. quickest way to get your tickets. I can't emphasize or recommend that enough. Yeah. It's the best idea. So you definitely want to take a look at what's coming up because if you can't make it to one of these because they're sold out, there are a lot of things coming up in November. You guys have some stuff. You've even got December 1st, I think, Mm -hmm. posted already. So everything you want to see as far as what original programming they've got going on here at the Alamo Draft House, that is most easily found on Facebook at, uh, at the events page. Yep. And to find you guys on Facebook, all you got to do is look up Alamo Springmo. Yep. Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. So it's Alamo Springmo, you can find it. And again, that's where I, that's, as I'm looking yeah. at, hey, what's coming up this next month? I uh, take a look at the Facebook page and see what's going on. And so mostly I remember to post them. Yep. So. They, it has been really well kept. Somebody's <laughs> maintaining that. 
Our pop quiz for this week, our question is, after discussion last Friday night, we decided to go with what is the worst Halloween candy? I'm excited to answer this. And it, there are a couple caveats. It actually has to be Halloween candy. It can't be like popcorn balls. Oh, I'm going or, with one of your choices. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say razor blades. Yeah, it but, can't uh, be. It has oh, to be candy. That was one of my Pennies. things, too. But <laughs> no, we have the to go really no old razor blades in my apples. There's always a downer. No <laughs> floss and toothbrushes from the dentist on the street. None of that. Uh, the worst Halloween candy. And we threw out three choices. And I am surprised at what's leading currently because the first two, I think maybe the first two are so disgusting and everybody just immediately wrote them off and went for something they actually tried. <laughs> I don't know. But we've got uh, some different choices on our pop quiz online. But I'm asking you two, the worst Halloween candy. What do you not want to see in your kid's basket? The gummy Krabby Patty. So that's the popular Whoa. choice. Those gummy candies. They so are nasty. Disgusting. I don't yeah. know. I think I did actually try it the because yeah. I, I, I but did I'm not once. generally it doesn't taste a like a burger at all. Gummies and lemons no, no, no. sour. No, it doesn't even really, I love burgers and it almost <laughs> turned me off burgers altogether. Why is this a good <laughs> Yeah, that, that would have <laughs> fixed everything. It. One of my stepsons loves these and he seems like a good kid. Otherwise, <laughs> it's like year. super weird to me like that this is a thing, but I'm also like, oh, good, because people actually buy these and give them out because they hate children. It's worse than razor blades. <laughs> I would prefer to eat a razor blade. Give me an old-fashioned razor blade any day of the week. They're both going to tear your gut up. So <laughs> yeah. so that's worse candy. I would say uh, in my hometown, something that was popular, uh, they had these like little mini individual bags of circus peanuts. Have you ever oh, heard those? that individual bags. Of like they have the little penis? mini. Ba- it hold like three of them. Yeah, <laughs> which is still a big bag. Yeah. I lived in a. Re- <laughs> yeah. I lived in a retirement community, so that was uh, a very popular option. Uh, like so you, you would just end gum. up. You didn't take ban- your dentures out. It's supposed to be banana flavored, and yeah. I don't get it. I just taste oh, is that what they're it? supposed to be? They're supposed to be banana flavored. Oh wow, I didn't know that. They're horrible. I, uh, I thought they were just sugar flavored. Yeah, I, I would rather have, have those than <laughs> yeah, exactly. the gummy Styrofoam Krabby Patty. <laughs> you can say they're banana too. It's like know. garbage. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Well, you can vote in our poll this week on what you think is the worst Halloween candy. You can choose from one of our three choices, or you can pick other. If you pick other, we ask that you simply tell us what other candy is worse than the three, the unholy three that we've posted. And tell <laughs> us your choices, just because I like to... Absolutely. We want to hear. Oh, I. No, yours. I, uh, you, you guys. It's, uh, you want to go first? Because for me, it's a I don't remember what I said because we were saying so many different things. We threw things. out a bunch. What we chose were. Uh, the I don't like those candies that are wrapped in the orange and black. Yeah, that was our oh, one of the yeah. NECA yeah. Uh, candy company. Something, yeah. Those things. Peanut butter kisses is what they're called. They're supposed to be peanut butter flavored, apparently. Yeah, they don't taste like peanut butter. Now, yeah, those when I'm at the bottom of the barrel and those are still left and I'm on a bender, then, I mean, I'm going to eat I'll just go ahead and throw oh, them in we, the trash. Yeah, they, they are trash. <laughs> they go straight to yeah. the trash at our house. Um, that was one of the choices, oh, and I think that by. was your choice. When we <laughs> yeah, it probably was, because I, oh, I hated getting those. I'm like, come on. I know they're cheap. Stop putting them on my bag. And then uh, my choice was the Atkinson's peanut butter bars. Again, it's supposed to be peanut butter. Somehow peanut butter made our list twice. Well, see, I actually love those. I love those, I too. Those are so them. good. The little white rectangles yeah. with yeah. the brown yeah, stripes on them. Yeah, I love oh. them. Yeah, when, when and I f- those and Chico sticks, I think, are both I didn't know good. that's what he meant. And then yeah, I saw the pictures horrible. that you put on the website, and I was like, oh, what? Oh, no, yeah. those, those are great. Yeah, those those are purpose. awful. And yeah, have. me too. I would purposely buy a bag of those. Yeah. I love oh, them. God, no. Those are awful. So <laughs> those are our three choices. So bring choices. both of those. Yeah. Bye. As we're cleaning I'll them out this house. year, I'll send them out to you. <laughs> uh, let's see. So you can vote on Twitter at PGTC Podcast and on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. We've pinned it to the top of the page on both of those. So if you look on our social media pages, they are right there at the top. I apologize for us posting graphic photos of terrible candy <laughs> at the top of our pages. Please. Uh, Except this for the peanut butter one because that's well, delicious. Yeah, you can have all of them. <laughs> you guys can fight over them because I don't want them. Uh, coming up on the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network this weekend, the whole gang will be back in the home studio discussing the week's top headlines in entertainment and pop culture on the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast. Probably going to be Halloween themed if I had to guess this week. Why? Why I'm, I'm just thinking <laughs> we should probably get one of those in before we get out Are of Are we Halloween. supposed to dress up? No. Okay. Well, no. Next Tuesday. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. No. Next Tuesday, we'll be back in the studio talking video games. Dusty and Jessica will be back there. 
And then on Thursday next week, we'll be here talking about the month of November, what you guys have planned. So we'll do a quick, I say quick, we'll do a not in-depth rundown of the entire month so folks that haven't got their tickets yet know what they're needing to We're going to talk about food, I'll tell you that. I have a feeling we're (laughs) going to be talking about some menu items and stuff, so... And I'll be maybe I'll bring you all that nasty candy <laughs> when we meet Please again do. next week. Thank you. <laughs> yes, or the next week, whenever. <laughs> It'll keep. It's I'll not going to go bad. Yeah. It's rotten already. It's the same stuff from four years ago. <laughs> yeah, exactly. When it's made bad, it typically doesn't turn. You know, they only <laughs> made one batch of that back in the fifties. But I understand. <laughs> they well, just see, keep doling it that's out. That's what Odin and I have talked about. The circus peanuts is that they're the same ones originally made in like the twenties or whatever. Put and just every year they them recall grow. them, <laughs> put them in new bags, and send send it back out again. It's like very so be sure to subscribe to the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network for your pod- on your podcast player of choice. You'll know when these and other new shows are available. We had a couple bonuses recently as well, so you'll want to be subscribed so you'll know when those are out. And while you're there, if you've enjoyed today's show or any of our weekly podcasts, do us a favor and leave a review. It just takes a couple seconds, and it helps. Really what it does is it helps new people find the show. It doesn't really help us, per se. I don't, we don't get pennies thrown at us every time we get a review. It makes us feel special. It does uh, help other people find the show. So if you enjoy the show... We need a reason to smile, too. (laughs) Yeah. If you enjoy the show, somebody else probably will as well. So leave a quick review. And you can tell us your thoughts on anything we've talked about today. What you're going to see this weekend. Are you coming out to Dismember the Alamo? Okay, let me rephrase that. Are you coming out to the event titled Dismember the Alamo? (laughs) (laughs) If so... Two very different (laughs) things. Two totally different things. Uh, tell us what you think of any of the movies you saw during this member of the Alamo or anything you go see at the theater this week. And if we use your suggestions, we will certainly give you a shout out on an upcoming episode, probably next week's episode. It would be nice to play some uh, recorded messages from folks that dismembered the Alamo with us. So you can leave us your comments. Again, you can hit us up on Twitter and Facebook, or you can email us your suggestions at pop goes the email at gmail.com. Or, again, you can call the hotline at 417-986-7842. We love hearing what you guys think. So get let yourself us know. a couple tickets. Call in. Leave a message. Why Ooh, not? Call in. If we get a, if we get some callers, we'll pick a winner yep. for a pair of movie passes so next week, so, uh, on next week's show. So let us know if you come hang out. What part of Dismember the Alamo were you not expecting that totally floored you? What did you think of the Halloween mixtape? Yeah. Let us know what, what you're really seeing at the, at the theater <laughs> this week and what you think about it. You can follow us and find information, all that information online at www.pgtcpodcast.com. And again, if you're looking for the Alamo Draft House on social media, it is very simple. You just look for Alamo Springmo. Alamo Springmo, all the way across the board. Or they can download the app. Yep. Alamo Draft House app. Super easy to find. So just search for Alamo Draft House in your phones or your mobile devices app store, or they can find you online at drafthouse.com backslash Springfield. Or you can just walk in here and ask, yeah. hey, you guys got any tickets We're left open. for this, that, or the other? So Halloween mixtape. All kinds of ways to get your tickets. That's going to wrap it up, unless anybody has anything else. Anything else we want to talk about on this one? Are we ready to put October behind us? <laughs> I mean, yes. <laughs> Are you ready to catch up on some sleep that you yeah, might have missed? Yeah, just a little sleep would be would be great. Although I do love it. Hate to yeah. see it go, but love to watch it leave. Yeah, yeah. one of those. I'm going to leave it that alone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. In that case, I have been Joey Mills with ComingSoon.net. David Mann with the Alma Draft House. K-Dub. Jen. And we will talk to you all next week. If we don't see you before then, out here at the Alamo Draft House. Talk to you later. 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 This show has been brought to you by the Pop Goes the Culture Podcast Network. Find links to all of our shows at pgtcpodcast.com.